if you say the wrong thing, it's pretty clear from this tone that Uber driver might not be taking you to the airport. Like he might he bring you to somebody that's going to straighten you out. Welcome back to the Fryberry Podcast. Today, we discuss pronunciations and discover our Gilligan's Island identities. We review some jams and partake in our first AYA, where Steve asks us some deep questions and we provide even deeper answers. And remember, this podcast contains adult language and drinking alcohol. It is not appropriate for young audiences. We can't fix bad choices in post. You ready to start? You ready to do this? Should we do it? Should we do this? Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do it. Welcome to the Friday Podcast. It's a Friday plus two Sunday. It's a Sunday. <laughs> plus two Sundays or? Plus, well, maybe. Uh, we're at the library. We are. And it's a Sunbury. It is a Sunbury. Not a Sunderbury. Sun- <laughs> How stupid like would that be? That <laughs> doesn't even make all any those sense. Syllables. Nobody gotta, would say Sunday. Is it memorial? Sunderday. It's a memorial. No one memorial. Memorial. It's a membrary. Pinbury. It's obviously a membrary. Ew. And uh, it's like a part of a cell. Yeah. It's, get right through the membrary here. <laughs> the membrary was built up a whole lot around the phalangeals, and oh, the, the calcium buildup was disgusting. The smell alone. It's kind of like that muscle I ate earlier. Speaking of smell. So bad. I'm Josh. <laughs> Which way do you go with that? <laughs> hey, hey with, Angie. Run with it. Kevin. Connor. Lucas. Ava. Steve. And Kevin's covered in bugs. Just not new. <laughs> Those ants. are lice. Ew. Yeah, they get Kevin's really from big. the depths. They keep showing up in the same spot in his body too, which is. Really they emerge big. from that pustule he's yeah. got there. Maybe it's Paul Rudd. We shall look. Ah, oh, that's right. Don't flip it. So we got a lot to talk about. We got, we got a lot. To talk so about. we had somebody post some episodes. We gave you a really hard time over the last oh Six four months. months. <laughs> <laughs> And in this last day, you posted three episodes and made good on a lot of promises. There's a lot of predictions made in those podcasts. You're going to want to listen. And he exceeded all of them. And when I say exceeded, he means he was late to the game in every single one. We, I said by April you'll have this posted. No. It's, here we are at the end of May. I squeaked it in May. I will take what he had. Not the thing I had. Yeah. He wants this. Yeah. Yeah, this. I want that. Yes. Not the bear. No, no, not the boyfriend. What? You getting a what? <laughs> getting a boyfriend. What? No, it's a be- it's a beer. I'm getting so a beer. So he finds out. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. No, I'm gonna have an adult beverage. Um, I'll have the Basil Hayden's double. Double with the ice Sure. Thank you. Thanks. You getting a what? A boyfriend. A boyfriend. Blueberry boyfriend. It's a sour. Oh, a blueberry. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I've had the beer. Beer. Yeah. The beer. Yeah. The beer. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. This is way off script. This is not going to be in the homework or anything else. Before we get that started, I want to get some confirmation. When I say pillow, do I say it weird? Yes. <laughs> you say There's with no an e. e in pillow. So much. That's what? There's no e in pillow. Yeah. Oh, you're you, see, you're, you're saying it. What do you say? Pillow. Pillow. No, you're saying pillow. You're saying pillow. pillow. Yeah. There's no e. Wait, say it again. You're pillow. saying pillow. You're saying pillow. Pillow. I don't hear a difference. Really? Say pillow. P- say pill. What? Say what? Say pill. Like pill. medicine. I want to take a pill. And now, say, now put an O at the end of it. So say o. pillow. <laughs> say pillow. Pillow. Exactly. It's a little better. Pillow. No. That's how you think That's I say it. Yes. 
Palo? Italian, she says Palo. She says like an A. But you say it like She says I say it with an A. So between an A and an E? He said you say it with an E. Pill. Like ten or ten. Everyone say pillow. Ten o'clock. We'll just go around the table and say pillow. 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 Correct. Correct. Pillow. Correct. Pillow. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear it. Point proven. I totally don't hear it. But now I'm gonna have. We'll leave it up to the casters. I'm gonna have audio. I'm gonna have. Yeah, there we go. I'm gonna have some audio uh, uh, proof. You'll be able to see verification. The, yeah, yeah. Sound wave. I'll get to see exactly what's going on with this <laughs> bullshit. So, who did the homework? Josh, did you do the homework? I did homework. Kevin, did you do the homework? I did. Angie, did you do the homework? I said Kevin first because I did an abbreviate. I did an abbreviate. I know, but he was throwing his arm up. He definitely wanted to be I raised my hand. You asked the question, so I raised my hand. Well, go ahead and speak aloud. Connor, did you do the homework? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you do it all? I did an abbreviate. Same as Connor. <laughs> Shelby should have read it all to me. You know, it's, it, read it. You can't. You got to read it. Yourself. It's on her this time. Hey, but did you do the homework? Yes. Yeah, I'd say yes. Good. Well, I did the homework because I produced though. the homework. I put it all together. Exactly. So let's let's jump around. Josh likes to start with jams. So let's start with the jams. Um, what'd you guys think? It's good. You like, you like the Mongolian jams? Mongolian metal is my new favorite thing. So let's jump right to that. So yes. I thought maybe that would be something for Josh. No. Mongolian metal. Do you like it? Yes. I, I, it's it's cool. It really struck a chord with Angie though. Like yes. she's really, she's all in. Wow! I hit. I found. I found your sweet spot. So what? It's warm over here. You're very hot. My eyebrows are sweating. <laughs> you might have had a bad muscle. It's beside the point. So, I thought yeah. it was horrible. All of it or, or the Mongolian it? metal? What? Mongolian metal. You didn't oh. like the Mongolian anything for me. You didn't find talent in that? You didn't find a, a, an interesting mix and fusion between two different genres? And the throat singing? Yeah, throat I did not enjoy singing? the throat yeah. singing. <laughs> the, the instruments looked fantastic. cool, but they didn't they sound good. Did you see the subtitles? Too, too, yeah. too much The guitar complexity? player was playing a three-string guitar, so there's really not a whole lot you can do with that. <laughs> well, well, they don't have any strings they have in Mongolia. They've only got three. They grabbed all the strings available in Mongolia and made it three. It's that's pretty rude, you know. To just I wasn't a fan. To any of our Mongolian listeners, yeah. I usually like Josh's music of the you know Danish, Finnish. Well, metal. that wasn't Josh's, but that was. No, that was a, I normally like think. Josh's style. Okay. Your attempt at finding his style with the Mongolian thing did not work for me. Didn't work for you, but do you not agree that that there was some? Oh, people Josh like it. They like it. No, but weren't there some Josh themes and all of that? Yeah. Uh huh. Ava. Oh, that was pretty good. Mongolian. Kevin, what do you think about the Mongolian? Didn't care for it. Didn't care for what? it. Not, what? Not totally surprising. Uh, unbelievable. I found it interesting. I found it pretty uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if I'd be listening to it as much as Angie is. I will listen she's, again. She's got a whole new uh, playlist going off of it It'll now. Pipe add to my running playlist. So then we also have, um, I introduced it as This is a Champagne Glass. Did you guys? Oh, it yeah. took me a second to figure Don out. Don Ho yes. singing. Tiny bubbles. Yeah, did you see the champagne glass in the video? <laughs> Oddly yeah, enough, I did have the terrible as well. It, no. Oh, crazy. What? Don Ho is amazing. What's not to love about that? It should be on the James. List. Don't you want to go to Hawaii circa, what do you think that was, 1960? No, it's 1967. And be a part of that? You no. Don't, you don't feel it? <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? I don't know what the air conditioning was like back then, if they had it. Yeah, I'd be down. Not in Hawaii. Um, Are you guys getting hot air blown on you from from that? Is that a little bit more cool air from you? 
Yeah, no, it's just the stillness more than anything back here. Well, we'll move up front as soon as we get an move opportunity. Around. Let's just jump around. Now, that song, if that had been on the list, that would have yeah. been a thumbs up. Yeah. That would have been a thumbs up. So, Ava, what did you think about Don Ho? Um, I liked it. You liked it? All right, so then we have um, You Make Me Crazy. I know she's going to like this. So we had uh, Out of My Head by, how do you say it? Khalid? Khalid. Yes. Khalid? I think it's Khalid. Yeah. So did you like that? Yes. Other people? Wayne in, Angie nodding in, Josh. It's all right. It's all right. Didn't care for it. Kevin didn't care for it. Kevin don't like music. I like Khalid, so I'm sure I would. Khalid's Khalid. Yeah, you haven't heard out of my head. I was expecting more John Mayer. No, okay, that's the John Mayer. That's the John Mayer. Yeah, I have heard that. I expected more John Mayer. I'm biased like a seven-second solo. It is seven seconds, but you know, it's still a great song. It's all it takes to make it a great song with John Mayer. So the other one, the other Khalid was better. Well, that's your opinion. Fans, no, no, that's no, the name of it. Hints <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Greater Than. So is that I good? I like the Greater Than. I thought the Out of My Head one was better than... You thought the other one was better? Yeah. So nobody was really just enthralled by this. How about the uh, contribution from Lucas? Did Lucas like his that contribution? One. It was all right. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you're as critical of your own as Well, as it wasn't mine. Else. I just saw it, and I what was song? like, it's really interesting that it has all those song. bands. Oh, okay, okay. It's a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song. It was a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song. Right. <laughs> Done by Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Death Punch. I, do, Kenny I, do Kenny Black. I like Kenny Wayne Shepherd. It's with a cool Bradley song. Gilbert with Brian May from Queen. That was the interesting part to me. I was all random. You got a blues guy. You got country artist Brian May from Queen and then Five Figure Death Punch whatever genre yeah, they fall into. I, I agree it was interesting. I thought you were like And at the end of it the proceeds them. from it go to Lieutenant Dan's foundation. That's cool. And that was interesting. So a, a fictional character. It's the Gary like Sinise. Charity, Sinise Foundation. Uh, the Gary Sinise Foundation. Yeah. It's, it, no, it's to bail out like characters in first, yeah. War movies. Yeah. first responders. <laughs> he, he does have a band in real life. Uh, he has a band in real life. It's called the yeah, Lieutenant Dan does. Band. Yep. He plays guitar, I believe. Well, he's a pretty talented guy. So, um, I upgraded myself to first class. I'm going to jump into my stories. Hit um, it. So, I have some segment ideas I want to talk about and see what you guys think about that. We talked about pronunciation. So, there's a word that that at least pronunciates. I, I, I have a video of it, but it doesn't She, really she pronunciates. What? Unenunciates. <laughs> what? What? You can talk into the mic all you want, but yeah. pronunciates. That's what I said. Right. Pronunciates. Enunciates or pronounces. <laughs> not pronunciates. Oh, right. <laughs> I like the merge already. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I like how many times it took. You don't think pronunciate. Pronounce? Pronunciate. Pronounce? Tomato, tomato. I'm going to go with it. Potato, tomato. I'm going to allow it. Let's follow with Webster to see what we can figure out. There's a change approved. There's a place down the street here called Crimson and Whipped Cream, and she says Crimson and Whooped Cream, and it just rolls off the tongue for her, and she didn't even notice. And then I made her self-conscious about it, like she made me self-conscious about hello, hello, hello. Sorry, Crimson and Whooped Cream, Whooped Cream. I I would probably tend towards. It's better, right? Whooped. I'm gonna whoop you. Now, yeah, like that kind of like. Butt. I'm gonna whoop that cream. Yeah, in that term. That's how she in said that it. Sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna whoop, uh, whoop cream. I don't whoop. think I would do whip. Yeah, maybe whipped. Not. Whipped. 
quipped. But how, kind of on on the topic of those pronunciations, uh-huh. what do you call the machine that sits next to the dryer in the laundry room? The washer. The oh washer. God. The washer. I say washer. The washer. <laughs> yeah. The washer. Last names even. Okay. Washer and damn clothes. <laughs> so I yeah I my mom says wash and, or not wash. Uh, Warsher? War, yeah, Warsher. Yeah, there's Washington. Like, I think the far like there's end of it an is, R in it. I think the yeah. far end of it, the spectrum is Warsh. Like right. W A R. Like my dad and I think I slip into it too is is Warsh. Yeah, my mom's W O R S H for sure. So it's the past tense of wash. No, it's just mispronouncing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Dad consistently says Warsh. <laughs> it's it's kind of generational for that generation at least around here. I mean, and my parents. Your parents? My mom, for sure. Uh, what about your parents? Do they speak? No. Not English. Grandparents would say, like, divan instead of couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Divan, for sure. The Davenport. And the Have you ever heard fields? that before? A divan? Or the icebox. over there on the refrigerator. Yeah, the icebox, yeah. Yeah, divan's a really good one. Yeah, divan. People today don't know what a divan is. Exactly. That's why I like to throw it out there. Her friends come over Have and say, on just sit over in the divan. And they're like, what do we sit? Where's the van? A couple of them squat in the floor there. <laughs> I don't know. One of them up on the banister. We have banisters. I do. I do have one story. Get us. On uh, so at work, uh, my team lead is uh, Spanish and has a little bit of an accent. From from Spain. From Spain. Thank you for my question. That's exactly yeah, what I was going Spain. at. Uh, and. Uh, we were both on the rowing team together, and uh, walking back from the gym a couple weeks ago at lunch, um, we were talking about rowing, and then he uh, kind of segued to mention that he found uh, a Compass 2 on sale for buy one, get one free. So I've always referred to the rowers, the, the brand, as uh, Compass. It's actually concept. Yeah, it's a concept two rower. Yeah, in my head it's always compass. So he mentions his compass, and like he found a great deal of one online, and like I have no reason not to believe him. Like, hell yeah, like because they're like twelve hundred dollars. So you've been looking at them. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, we've looked at them. We've been kicking around getting one, just never did it. And now he says he found this great deal. I'm like, you know, if I buy two, you want one? And I was like. So wait, yeah. catch catch me up to speed. Yeah, what? I'm confused. What? So Concept confused. two oh, is a rower, is a is a, a rowing machine. You oh, said a rowing machine. Okay. Rowing machine. Concept. Yeah. I thought you were buying yeah, we're people. I, th- I thought. Hey, was there some website where we can buy people that will row? A, I thought we were talking about us? a conceptualized rower, and I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kevin, it's, okay, so oh, since okay. Kevin picked up on it, I assumed that was like, okay. Yeah. No, he's the only one that deep into this yeah, so stuff. It's a, it's a nice like gym rat. <laughs> a nice rowing machine. So uh, he's got a deal on these rowing machines, and uh, he's like, you know, if I, if I you know, buy two, do you, you know, I'll split it, and you can have the other one. I'm like, yeah, it sounds awesome. <laughs> As we're walking back to our queue, we're talking about how cool they are, and like, like how much we like them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to the desk and like, hey, you want to come look at the website? And I'm like, okay, sure. Well, not only are we definitely not talking about the same thing, he didn't even say compass, he said compacts, which is one of those machines with like the muscle stimulator. It's a trans machine. Oh, man. And and they're a little, they're like 300 bucks or something. uh, (laughs) A little expensive for Hokum. (laughs) But I don't. Want to admit that I misunderstood uh, on such a big scale? It's still buy one get one. Yeah, 
because you're afraid because so of the Spanish part of it, like, the accent. Yeah, let's, you, like, you don't want to insult him, or you I just are, I don't want to. You don't want to confront. You don't pretend like you don't, you don't understand his accent. Admit that you did I, made a mistake. All of the above. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all of it. It's all worth three hundred dollars. I'm shameless right there, and I'm saying like, I'm sorry. I thought you said something. No, that's when you. That's when you totally go to the wife card. You say, well, you know what? Slow down. I got to think about this. I got to run it by Angie. She is the controller. Three hundred dollars could break us right she, now. She's in charge of all procurement. I got to ask her. We had talked about it for so long though, on the entire walk back. So like two good, separate conversations. Five minutes, easy. <laughs> Talking about this and how cool it was, and excited. Like how long you've been looking at so it, I just and researching it. Like, you know what? Why not? Let's get one of those. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so I never forget about it. I thought, well, maybe he never did it. Because I never heard another word about so it. So let's rely on hope. Yeah. But then Friday, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, the the complex came in. He's like, uh, I'll bring it to you, you know, next week. It's $10,000. It's $10,000. So it's, it's on its way? It's here. Yeah, it's here. So you got to uh, pay $150. 150 bucks, yeah. 150 bucks out? So it... Wow. So you're going to shock people with it? Is that what the deal is? I mean, I'm going to try it. Is it a muscle stimulator? Or what is it? Yeah. Like, they used to, they, they've used it on me at least in, uh, after one of my knee surgeries. Okay. Well, maybe it'll be a blessing in disguise. Bruce Lee used them on his abs. Yeah, I'm going to get some Bruce Lee abs. You had a six-pack. Clearly, they work. Done and done. Well, I think we can That's all a good story. say, you know, we've all been there and bailed out. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> well before you decided to, it would, it would have been a better story forward. if it was the other way around. If I thought I was getting this little machine to like, oh, yeah, now you get this huge rower, a hundred fifty dollar yeah. machine, and now you're out like twelve hundred bucks. One hundred fifty is still a pretty large number to be out all of a sudden. That that sucks for something you didn't. Well, that's what he was thinking. So he's what buying does he do? A, no, he's thinking he's that's buying a rower. That's one Amazon purchase. So, yeah, but what do you so do? This was cheap. With so. It? You hook electrodes up and get cancer. Or what? It, it uh, flexes the muscle. Yeah, you you you. Flexes. You can do it for pain and like for rehab and I think just to like get. Makes the blood flow go in there and yeah. Is it the Bruce Lee abs? Is it endorsed by anyone? Don't know. Physical therapists everywhere. This sounds not safe. This sounds like the kind of thing like you like. Yeah, he. Oh, no, something's gonna go wrong. Oh yeah, real wrong. I'm gonna have a good story. And it's you. I mean. In all honesty, it's, it's you. It's pudding blood. I mean, oh yeah, no, this could go bad fast. He'll find out he had a like a the fake heart. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and his parents didn't tell him. Yeah, <laughs> Mom and Dad didn't want, didn't want to disturb me, so they never told me. But I have an artificial heart. Yeah, he thinks he took a nap. Hello, it's good to see you. So uh, yeah. Did I miss something? So. I had I have two ideas for um, segments. I'm gonna see what you guys think because this is gonna take some commitment on the part of everyone if we go through with this one. Well, I've been brainstorming commitments or a segment commitments. Jesus, <laughs> I've been brainstorming segments on my on my drives to St. Louis. Oh, well, you got anything for us? Hit us. Uh, I'll really think it. No. <laughs> I need to write this stuff down when I think about. it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You gotta take notes. You gotta take notes. You can't do that while driving. Uh, just voice recorders. Yeah, which seems to have gotten a lot worse for me all of a sudden. Probably because you're saying pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Voice, mem voice memos have? Yeah, no, yes, like it, dictation. all of a sudden, the dictation has gotten 
bad. Like in the last week or so, like there's been an update. Maybe you've like, had a stroke. Yeah, well, had a yeah, stroke. So. Jim Traber had a stroke. One, because some other people were having the same complaint. So it's not it's just me. That's all I said. There's a lot of strokes going around. It's it's very contagious, like the measles. It is. Oh, it is. I didn't get a vaccine against stroke. I don't want one. It causes Lou Gehrig's. Exactly. So. One is a Mad Lib story. So we all are familiar with Mad Libs, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's here's the twist on it. Here's what we're gonna do. So starting with just a, a set base of characters, each one of us writes a single page of fiction. Each page double double space, but you gotta write the whole page. Each page will be joined to form one story. We assign the order so each person knows if they are beginning, continuing the story, or the end of the story. So Kevin would know he's the beginning, Connor would know he's the ending, the rest of us know we're in the middle somewhere. I'm, I'm already Only in. rule is, what What do you got? What, what's your? I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. No, it was me, I said it's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. You were shaking your head. Yeah, it's a lot of commitment. Only rule, it is a lot of commitment. Only rule is you must use all the characters and keep them alive for the next page. So you can't kill everybody off or something. But the Ender can, right? The Ender can. The Ender has the Ender no has rules. full discretion. Mm. Exactly. So that's one idea. We're gonna I'm, I'm in. I knew Josh would be in. Hundred percent. Ava's in. We're so the red keep could crush the people at the end. So, so we may have something to draw this straws for who gets to be the ending. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we yeah. can rotate through and do more multiple. We I don't want to do it. Once. I don't want to be the ending. You got to do it. I'd be in in September or later. School. One page. You can, one, one page, page dude. Seven. One page. One page double space. Oh, no, and the other rule is you've got to get it done within an hour and a half. Oh, and it has to be gold. Yeah. You'll get a grade. All right, I like, I like it. Have to pay for the that would actually that would be a good little release for me. Little yeah, see, you, you let release. it go. Just yeah, you don't think about it. Don't 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 yeah. stress about it. Yeah. Just let it flow. It's what, a judgment free zone. Here. Wherever it's gonna go. Because it's, it's I know that's why this is this is an be, intervention brary for you actually. This whole thing. It's it's uh, gonna be a weird story anyway because it's gonna be put together. Exactly. By, exactly. I think I think my brother did something like that in some college English class. He had to write. They had to do like See? a joint story. If he yeah, joined us again, he'd be great for this. So let him know what he's missing out on. We'll just tell him it's someone else's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just don't, don't tell him it's my idea. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Steve starts the first page out with the climate change. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the religion of climate the change goes died. over the top. And Darren gets the ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Steve needs to get the ending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So new segment. You are entering the blame storm, where we try to pin a list of complaints on one person, one of us or anyone in the world. It doesn't have to be someone in the library group, but it'd be nice if it is. It'd be make, make it a little more fun. And the reasons can be good or bad for the blame, and really anything's encouraged. So we just create a problem, we come with climate change, or whatever we want to do, and we, we blamestorm some son of a bitch for everything, <laughs> and give all the reasons why it's their fault, and they're the one that's caused all these ills and more. So it's just like, thanks a lot, Obama. Exactly. It's one of those. Exactly. But you got to have reasons for it. you got to like it. Stories. Conspiracy stories, extra credit. Anything you've got to elaborate, extra credit. God, we know Lucas lives in that shit. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and if you can separate what you really believe from it's not possible. something you've come up with. Have you seen the chemtrails lately? Yes. <laughs> so, that kind of brings us to our, our main... Well, our main assignments, but before we get to the main event tonight, real quickly, everybody, um, 
read the post from David um, about Big Brother watching Oh, the facial recognition that. thing? Facial recognition is pretty creepy, isn't it? It's surprising. It's going to be a weird new world. I, I foresee a lot of norms and laws and stuff as we try to evolve ourselves into a point where we live with this technology and use this technology but don't get abused by this technology or don't allow other people to abuse the technology. It's pretty scary. Well, I mean, like, think about the Boston Marathon bombing. Right. They, and just, all the, they just had cameras in front of stores and right. those guys dropping the backpacks right. off with the crock Which was helpful because yeah. it helped solve the, the, the problem. Right. Yeah. But then they very quickly... Now, I don't know about the cameras. I think that was all voluntary. Um, or they maybe got subpoenas to get it, hopefully. But they shut down and went to martial law when those guys were fugitives on the loose, which to me was a, a pretty big violation of civil rights. Just to say, we're going to come down and shut down the city and you can't go anywhere. Nah, I, no, I don't think it should work that way. That was a little panicky, and it scares me to think where things will go from that standpoint. But also from the standpoint of the, the cameras, they just say, well, there's a camera. Let's go get the footage from it. Or, you know, it would be real convenient if we could always just tap into that footage anytime we wanted to, just in case there's a crime we might want to investigate. Like Minority and Report. And, and at least they have, you know, they, they can get that stuff with, like, warrants and stuff, whereas all this stuff was public, you know, public, you know, right. commercially available. Right, 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 right. Freely yeah. available stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, you know, your expectation of privacy is, is lower when you're out in public, but how low should it really be? And what should we do, especially legally, but also ethically? Yeah. Doing good. Doing I do good. know one of those. I do know one of those. So, I did some posts to the uh, ideas for librarians. I, I know Angie, hero of the table, read through the entire first post with all the information. I I skimmed the major points. I didn't like deep dive, but I went yeah, down the whole the list. Word, yeah, it was. I thought it was very. Uh, Interesting, insightful. I, I, it's a long, long post by David Siegel. He's laying out basically the evidence behind arguments and, and positions to take on a million different issues and confidence levels that we should have in it. And I tend to agree with probably 95% of him, his positions on it, which, you know, a self-serving way of saying that would be I agree with the evidence. And, and self-serving was one of them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> But I thought it was really good information and very a good, fair survey of where we are on understanding a lot of these issues, um, many of them controversial, and many of those issues that people have very strong views on that probably should be maybe strong opinions but weakly held or opinions that just don't stand up to scrutiny. Anybody else have any insight, feedback, or Just on a high level, that? that's my biggest issue right now for myself. Like, internally, it's like, I know a lot. I know a lot about a lot of things, but I know very little about a lot of things to not like not knowledgeably form an opinion. And that's why I so often will find myself in positions to have conversations about deep, deep setting issues right. that I just kind of withdraw from because I'm like, you know, I don't have the, have the, the research or the knowledge. knowledge. A, a mile wide and an inch deep. Yeah, and like that's why, you know, even about, even like politically, like I work with a lot of politically driven people that I'm just as much not, and for anybody on the podcast who's offended by this, apologies, but I'm not a supporter of Trump as the next guy who's next to me, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan about things when I don't have a, when I don't have a formulated set of arguments that I can base my arguments off of. So, that's what, and when you, when you posted some of that stuff, I was like, yeah, it really resonates with me a lot, just because I need to get more than surface level on stuff, and it's 
it's a personal thing. It's not anybody else's problem. But it's like everybody. Every, talk, all of us I have like that being problem. Able to talk yeah. about, every, I all of us have that. Just yeah. bitches and moons. It doesn't have anything to. Yeah. To or you back read, up their you arguments. read something long enough for to realize, oh, they agree with me, and then you stop reading. Right. right. Exactly. Or they don't agree with me, and you stop reading. Yeah. 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 They catch me too in that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Quit reading too now, or or feel like walking out when. The, you get challenged a little bit. So I th- that's what I thought. I, I would encourage everyone to look into it and come back with more feedback if they've got it. Anybody else have any thoughts on that one? One, one of the issues that I was that I was curious to see that I one of the reasons I kept scrolling was to see if if, if there's anything on the uh, abortion thing since that's like kind of a hot topic right now. Right. Uh-huh. And then yeah, I, 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 I ended up right doing now. a doing a search for it and see yeah, and, and he came up exactly what I thought it'd be like. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's hard to come up with something on this because it's 100% value-based. It's, right. It, it's, it's, but it, right, there's really it, there's not there's a no, big dispute about the facts. I mean, there's some dispute about some things in it, yeah. scientific, but not a lot. It's more about just what you believe on this or that. There's, there's some people on one side or the other that aren't having kept up with where science is on things. like, And usually it's really in the pro- pro-choice side, I would say, is they don't realize how early a, vi- early a, uh, a fetus is viable and, and those type of things, and how early those yeah. things can be detected. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and, and sometimes it uh, seems detected. like some will, you know, stretch that argument out to, you know, yeah. like, especially like some of the politicians, you know, I mean, they, the ones who are actually have a say in this stuff, and they're, they're just like, well, no, like, like a, a woman can have an a, abortion as long as she doesn't know she's pregnant. <laughs> like once you know you're pregnant then you can't have one like well no one just goes in for a pre <laughs> maybe a you're not aware but that's just not a thing just in case yeah but don't, don't, don't let me know yeah. don't let me know i don't want this to be illegal yeah there's some pretty crazy things that get said uh in the political sphere yeah well and obviously i mean if it's rape a woman can choose not to be not to get pregnant bro i mean that's we all know that right <laughs> Yeah, God, people just ugh. yeah. Unless it's Game of Thrones, if you have sex, you're obviously having a baby. That's true. Yeah, it's a it's a high fertility. Except rate for Sansa, who got railed 18 times by her of, horrible husband and didn't get pregnant. That's well, true. especially if it's gonna be a some kind of a leader or some kind of an evil thing or something <laughs> bad. Like if it would be very convenient for this not to result in a pregnancy, we're getting it. We're gonna have a baby <laughs> for sure. Oh, and. The, Murphy's Law of the Game of Thrones babies. Yeah, and then totally back to what we were talking about before the podcast started. I would have been nice to see Gilly and little little Sam. Like, oh yeah, like so Sam. So Sam's high maester right now. Is he? Are they allowed to be openly with kids now, or or did he get an exception, or are they living in hiding? Or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. What's the point of keeping them on through the whole thing? It's uh, just. The, yeah. it's, the new, it's the new realm. It's the point of a, of a lot of things. It's the new realm. Yeah. There's a cripple as king. It's the new realm. Brand the Broken. Brand the Broken. Uh, do I have any say on that? Brand the Broken. Nope, Brand the Broken. Yeah. You're the king. Okay, how about not Brand the Broken? Nope. Yeah. You're Brand the Broken. It's very hurtful. <laughs> Can I not rule on that? No, that's the one thing you can't rule on. <laughs> We're going to trust this prisoner for all of his yeah, knowledge. You weren't, you weren't yeah. king yet when we chose the name. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, and in case you guys don't know, his dick doesn't work. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> work. Can't have kids. So, if we looked at Gilligan's Island and we tried to recast that, oh my gosh, I don't know about that shit. one, but watch see Some the things fall right into place. See, see in the picture, yeah, sure. remind. 
See the picture oh, reminded me. Ed, you gotta be a ginger, right? See, it's fake. Yeah, totally. Your, yours is fake or hers is fake? Yes. Both. <laughs> no, seeing that made me think for for so long I was a Marianne guy. Right. I, I know. Right? I know. I know. I know. He's, he's kind of a professor guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was so, so good in Twilight Zone. We, we, I think we've had this conversation like for over a decade. But... <laughs> Yes, always growing up, I was a marrying. I never saw the ginger thing. Like I never saw it. Like yeah, no. You, you look at that picture and wow, yeah, she was pretty amazing. <laughs> right. But I think it was because she was an airhead, and and Marianne like had something to offer, mm-hmm. and like ginger was so flighty and flaky that it wasn't. It was hard to be attracted to her, or find her, or, or see that she was attractive. Especially I'm watching this as a child, who's. I got a different mindset. Maybe I saw Marianne as a more complete woman, and I wasn't just thinking in a very she was a brunette like your mom. That's what you were thinking about. Way. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe so. But so I, I think that that Josh is definitely the professor. He's a professor. Connor could be a good professor too. I don't know about that. You dress like a professor. I think I think Kevin is Gilligan. We are yeah, he, no. he always got no. shat upon. We are yeah, he, <laughs> Everybody was always shitting on Gilligan. Exactly. So, yeah, this is what right. And this is kind of Kevin's island. But I, I feel he's more skipper. He's every... every angry? Every, yes. Angry. That's true. You do have the yeah, anger you're of the skipper. skipper Everything me. gets him riled yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. Ava could be Marianne. Brunette, yeah. That... Lucas, then, are you Skipper or are you Gilligan? I'm a Globetrotter that just shows up for one episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you never hear from him again. How did he get off the island? Exactly. exactly. Everybody get, get off, off the, the island. island. Yeah, all the special guests. The spy or the, the alien. So I would like to be the professor. And I think I identify a little bit with that, but I definitely have some Thurston Howell in me. He was, a, yeah. he was cool. Like, always a drink in his hand. Oh, yeah. Where did this yeah. guy get his alcohol? <laughs> always had some booze. In the ascot, or yeah, in the ascot, I'm definitely yeah, an ascot. Jacket. That makes April Mrs. Howe. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A pretty one dimensional character. I'm Not more of a Mr. Magoo then. Yeah. Jim yeah. Boggan did the voice for the uh, yeah. Mr. Howe did the voice That's for Mr. Right, Magoo, yeah, so yeah, I have yeah. the bad vision. Yeah, that'd be perfect for me. <laughs> I think I'm more Leonardo DiCaprio from the beach. <laughs> well, yeah. If we were casting like people to play us, yeah, absolutely. Leo's gonna play you, a younger Leo. Oh, he's kind of like out of shape to do it now, but no, have now we, he's in shape for me to do. <laughs> have we done that? Have we have we cast each other for Friday the movie? No, we haven't. Oh, that is a great exercise. That is a great exercise. We 100 percent should next do that time. next time. We're, oh, I'm gonna make the. Note. I want to do it right yeah. now. Yeah, because you won't read. You won't recall yeah, this until this. you see the episode. Yeah, yeah, I won't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So we had a main assignment, and that was to prepare yourself for an AYA, an AYA, and which is what Max used to call this girl. Um, we've had the AMA, and a lot of people do the AMA, so I'm going to do an AYA, which is otherwise known as an interview. Um, we're going to call it an Ask You Anything. interviews. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I need a whiteboard already. I'm so good at interviews, guys. You're going to be awesome. Connor's going to kill this one. Yeah. Since so the maybe we should like start one job. With, with Connor. Hey, man. I've turned That's, down jobs. He nailed the one he had to nail. <laughs> so as we go through this, though, jobs. feel free to chime in, take us off on tangents, or disagree with anything that, that someone happens to say. So this is a board say. interview. If something, yeah, if somebody, yeah. exactly, this is your board. So if somebody offers something up and we can basically call bullshit on it, we need to do that. 
So, Connor, what makes you special? <laughs> I'm really good at interviews. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little circular. What, what makes you good at interviews? Uh, you know, I, th I think I just go in with this, this charismatic attitude. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose today. It's not like Arya Stark in, in Game of Thrones. What, what do you say to the god of death? Not, not today. today. Not today. Not today. What do I say to the god of defeat in interviews? Not today. Southie rules. Or ever. <laughs> Southie for life. No, that's really a difficult, difficult question. And I, I've been reflecting on... That was probably the one when I was reading through what the questions could be that... It's probably the hardest so for someone to answer because you have to self-analyze and compliment yeah. yourself. And I hate doing that. That's no I fun. No one likes consider to do myself that. fairly humble, but I, I do... But uh, I'll go ahead and give it a try. I'll go ahead and try. Um... No, I've really, I think I've had to really analyze this lately in my job because it's, I don't know if I'm doing what I want to do, so I've had to really think about what I want to do and what makes me stand out. And I think just being able to walk up to someone and not be a stranger, and I think a lot of us have that, in this circle at least. Totally. Um, <laughs> Darren's not here, so I wouldn't be able to say that if he was. Um, He's literally a stranger. We can edit his post. <laughs> Uh, to no, two I, people, one of them here, he doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's, that's a good point. So imaginary. Um, I think just the relationship side of any sort of any sort of job or interaction or I think soft just, skills. Soft skills, yeah. That, that's probably what makes. So I, does that make you a good team member? Uh, I think on a non-technical level, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't an interview, but that'd be a very good interview answer. That's really good. But we're going to turn. We're going to say. In a similar type of vein of something that is kind of a little introspective, and you've got to kind of be honest with us as well as yourself, Kevin, what do you find to be magical? This is one of those I thought about a lot. I'm glad I didn't get the didn't get the the, the special. Oh, one. new question: What makes you special? Um, this was really tough, but. Because I'm so, you know, negative and pessimistic and, uh... No. Uh, Kevin! It's kind of a gift. You? Such, such a denial. That is special. Um, very little do I find magical. Ex magic is kind of neat. Um, like stage magic. But, but no, the, the thing that really, like, entrances me is more of a... The only term I can think of to come up with, feminine beauty. Like... I was going to say porn just to relax. <laughs> <laughs> not even that. It's what he's saying. It's not what I know. It's not even always in a super sexual way. Just like a pretty girl. Just like even just the most innocent. Just like, wow, that's just, she's just so, like, I, I can. And you get like, transfixed. Not even like super sexual. Yeah, it's. it's so do you see how that throughout the ages that men and artists and, and so many had found inspiration in that? And um, would relate to that and name their ships after a woman, and uh, you know, in art and everything. So you can really appreciate that. Is that true? I'm not going to say I appreciate art, but I can see how other people um, who do could have could have had muses and such, you know, mm -hmm. like that. And, and yeah, but no, yeah, it, it, it's one of the few things that I, I could just just yeah, just I'm, of course I'm a guy. I'm visually motivated anyway. I'm visually stimulated, so you know, visual stuff. But yeah, just, just, just the feminine beauty is like a pretty girl. Just Interesting. So, yeah, what about a good looking guy? No, I, I mean, I know it's, it's such, a, a such a stereotypical yeah, answer, but, a yes, but yeah. he is so phenomenal looking in his own mind that he can't, uh, even begin to no really you can't appreciate a guy like you can't that appreciate is, it like, like Stephen Amell you can't appreciate a good looking guy 
He's in really good shape. He plays Arrow. Oh. Green Arrow. I, I really don't. Oh, oh, okay. Um, no, I mean, he's, he's in really good shape. I, it's, it's, it's for me. It's like I mean, you I can watch him do a salmon ladder all day. <laughs> I can tell and and admire when 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 a guy's in really I know, good wait, shape. Andy and finds stuff. magic. Yeah, like when a guy's in really good shape, I can I can see and appreciate that. But like knowing like what's hot, like like some oh that girls like that guy's of course it's so fickle, you know. Sure. Same same thing with girls. Like somebody I, I think is just smoking hot, somebody else. But oh no, but, I mean. But as far, yeah, I don't know. So is, I, don't, is, I don't spend a lot of thought on it either, though. Is that something that we don't have enough of? Magical appreciation for the magical? Appreciation for something that's just uh, inspiring? I mean, I'm, I can only speak for myself. I don't really have appreciation for that much. I think there's such a saturation of exposure nowadays, though. Like You're exposed, you're exposed to so much stuff on things so that many would, different levels. Things that, 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 that would have fascinated somebody... Yeah. You know, decades ago, even you know, or further, you know, would say, like, yeah, no, I, yeah, no. So it's all of technology I, I, I've seen and the advances and everything, and our wealth, the incredible wealth that we enjoy, in especially here in America, and it, but really throughout the world and everything, is it became making everything mundane? Is it to an extent? I think be well, which not necessarily in a bad way. Like people could have been amazed to hear what life is like in some other country. You know, and whereas for us, it's like, well, yeah, things are like that over. You know, we're our 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 exposure, like Connor said, is so broad. We we and also like he said, our depth of knowledge of what these things are isn't isn't great. But we have been exposed with you know anybody who's not actively trying to avoid it can have seen of and heard of so many things. So there's less things you're fascinated by, like something. There's you know. less things to be fascinated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hmm. less. If you're if you're fascinated by by the unknown, which I you know, girls are kind of unknown for guys. I mean, even if you're married, you're just still, you know, we know what guys know what make guys tick. Yeah. But even if you're you know you, you're married to a girl, you're probably still like, uh, you know. so, Ava. Over the coming year, what are you going to do to find and build meaning in your life? Um. I don't know. The first semester of this year, like school-wise, I feel like I wasn't really thinking about like friends and stuff. I was more just focused on like the school aspect of it. And second semester, I made a lot more like really good friends and like people that I really value in my life. And I think like getting closer to them next semester, like over the course of next year, and like valuing them and paying attention to them and knowing that like that's important too. Interesting. So, is that a turning point in your life? Then you think maturity wise that you've reached a new plateau yeah and I think high school too mm-hmm. just like most of the people I'm friends with now I wasn't friends with at the beginning of the school year and people I was friends with at the beginning of the school year I'm like not as good of friends with now and it was a it was a big you're changing schools and everything too so, so that was a yeah new people a yeah, change, yeah. Totally yeah. lots of new people yeah, it's almost kind of like a work-life balance like a school life but you know you were focused on the academic like the that side, and now you're realizing, oh, there's it's a big picture. That's so much harder in high school than what everyone adults make it out to be. It's like balancing yeah. the, hey, I want to be a great student, but at the same time, I want to be able to enjoy time with my friends and have fun as well. Stuff I look back on, especially in my high school days, and think like, there's stuff yeah, I missed I, out on, you I know, agree. because of I was so focused on school. See, I was kind of, I was, I was more, yeah, I wasn't super hyper focused on 
school. And that's how you know, me and Josh and Brian and you and Lucas, you know, that's how we all know each other because we hung out so much outside of school, you know, throughout mainly senior year. Some because, I mean, we can't drive until, you know, at least junior year for you older people and senior year for the young bucks like me. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we uh, all hung out outside of school. So, so we kind of – I valued when I was younger, um, that age, I valued the, the social side more than the a- a- academic side because I could, I could do well enough in, in, in school without putting forth that much effort. You know, I mean, it, I didn't do great in school, but I, did, I didn't have to try that hard either. So the social side was kind of what I was more focused on just because – it seemed, you know, I'd been doing the academic stuff for so long. It's like, oh, hey, now I'm actually getting to, like, have people that I know that aren't my family, that I get to spend time with outside of school, like, with, that aren't my family. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, I, I tend to Definitely a turn. focus on that, yeah. Josh, are you more or less complex than the average person? More or less complex. Um... Less. Less. How so? Um, so maybe first, how do you define complexity? And why do you why do you think you're under the bar of average? And do you see that as a good or bad thing, being less complex? So many questions. It's one. It's one question. I just want to get answer deep it. in these questions. So let's <laughs> do it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't feel I, partially I don't feel complex. Like I don't feel like there's uh there's like enigmas and mysteries lurking underneath the surface. Uh, Would you like there to be more enigmas and mysteries to you? Not necessarily. I'm pretty okay with I feel less I maybe it's just I feel less complex than I used to. I guess maybe that's Does that mean you understand point. yourself better or you've simplified your life? A little I think a little both. Okay. So, uh, shedding all uh, attempts at conforming to the, the religious and spiritual upbringing simplified a lot for me because there were so many contradictions. Yeah, I was going to say, did that re- resolve for like, you some, some conflicts? It did a lot, yeah. I, like once you realized you didn't have to believe that because you didn't believe that? Or yeah. go through the motions? Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's not that long. I mean, that's within the last decade that I've mm-hmm. kind of broken free of a lot of that. So... I feel less complex in those ways because a lot of those like those big burning questions are all pretty much answered. Is that good, bad, or indifferent than your your level of complexity to Kevin's question? Um, I don't know that it's, it's. I think it's indifferent. It's just because it's a, it's an individual level. So what is complexity? Is that a person that that goes a million different ways, or is it um, somebody that's just hard to get a handle on? Is it is it erraticness or is it? I think it's I think it's a little bit more erraticness and and uh, and just having conflict and. Uh, so you're a conflict-free person with no spontaneity. Angie, can you support this or deny it? But at the same time, I would say I'm definitely chaotic. Like, yeah, I would um, say you can oh be chaotic. Gosh. You, you you Amazon buy by the pool when you're drunk. That's yeah. true. That's, that's you do pretty, Amazon buy. Spontane- spo- yeah, you want spontaneity. His you, Amazon heart is spontaneity. How do you pronounce that? Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up, and some people do use that word, by the way. 
Some people use a lot of words. <laughs> so Angie, is spontaneity overrated? So I have horrible anxiety where I have to plan out everything, so spontaneity for me is terrifying. Okay. <laughs> so is it overrated when people value it as uh, something that uh, I can see the value in it and I want to see the value in it, but it terrifies me. Like, you need to talk to, to Shelby for me, please. Yeah, talk so to is Shelby. Shelby the other end of that spectrum in terms of spontaneity? Loves it. Loves spontaneity. From, from me. She yeah. loves that, it from me. Does that mean that she asks you to... She's asking all the time, surprise me, surprise I would say me, all the time. There's, it's not an all-the-time thing at all. Don't it's, surprise it's a, me. It's I a, don't surprise wow. <laughs> I'm going to be happier when you do something off the cuff or not off the cuff. That's a bad term. Something random as opposed right. to, hey, tell me, uh, ask me what I want for my birthday and then go get it. Like, no, put some thought into it. She wants you to know her that well. <laughs> exactly. and, are, yeah. and are you comfortable with that? Or do you want there to be... An ability for you to accept spontaneity. What would you, if you could push a magic button? Would you change that about yourself, and to what degree? I don't see the value in it, so no. Like you want predictability. You yeah. want to know where it's going to be, what yep. it's going to be. So, so that surprise party we're planning, we should high bosh. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, okay, then, don't go then, straight home. Don't go mix, straight home. And then you mix that with so with if if like. Order is up here and chaos is down here. Yes. Angie's like cruising along in a high level of order. Yes. Whereas I'm making these sign. I would say that's go, true. Erratic. That's got to be hard for you. So he's like just fine and normal until he does something stupid. And, a la Amazon. Angie wants to be so on time. I embrace like and be more like yeah. chaotic. Yeah. Well, I can see that to a degree that anybody that is is gravitating towards an extreme, pulling them back towards the other, the marginal benefit would be higher, right? Anxiety about it, and yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So, Lucas, if you could change one norm in society as you see it, what would it be? One norm in society. What is something that you see as a norm that you think should be changed to some degree? I think that um, religion is a big one. Okay. A lot of the norm of society is everybody has a side, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Has a religion, right? And and it's and, and you look at it as are you describing a um, like a sports team as an analogy of my team's good and your team's bad? Yeah, that's kind of that's a huge problem. Okay. Um, Christians hate Muslims, Muslims hate Christians in their minds. Right, right. When it's not necessarily the case. Right, and draw distinctions between the religions in a way right. that is like, well, we're right and you're wrong. It's our, almost like a mainstream our stereotype. Our superstitions are right, your yeah. su superstitions are wrong. And people think that it ru rules their life when probably 98% of them are hypocritical about it, you know, on, on every side. So you'd like them being more honest about it? Yeah, I think that with the norm not of be punished. the norm of everybody needs to choose a side to pick a religion, I think shouldn't happen. If you want to, go for it. If you don't want to, don't don't do it. Do you think that's more uh, something you find regionally here that would be a little different in other areas, or do you think it's underrated how much that's existing everywhere? Um, I mean, if you go up north, there's a lot of Catholics. Right. You know, 
California, you have a lot of Hispanic Catholics. Right. In the middle of America, you've got a bunch of you know, just regular Baptists or right. I think they're different, but the same. They're flopped. They're flopped spectrums in a lot of in a lot of ways. And so there's various strands of this everywhere. It's just kind of who's the dominant team in that area. Right. Uh-huh. And then you know Detroit's like the biggest Muslim population in the country. Right. But you know you still find it all over the place. The, the, we had the shooting in Pennsylvania at the Jewish, I don't know, temple. Yep, so yeah, I mean, Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah, it was Pennsylvania. You, when you think of Pennsylvania, you don't think that as a major Jewish community. I mean, I wouldn't. Right. But you know, still, they're all Amish up there. There's still Quakers up there. <laughs> I mean, right. There's well, right. And and I know how you know the the the, <laughs> the, the country's skewing more. You know, less and less away from religion compared to where it used to be trending trending yeah but even then um the the agnostics and atheists it's like they still have their thing where they think they're right and the other people are wrong too yeah right here but i think when you ask people about their religious ideas they'll tell you one thing but will literally do the opposite or you know like think about politically right now trump got elected by a bunch of "Quote unquote Christians," but he is the furthest thing from, and they'll they'll still stand up for him. When yeah, you get a literally lot everything of he does is the opposite of what a true Christian right. would do. Yeah, right. Two party system just, is ugh. Yeah, yeah. You get that a might lot be of another thing. Is some, instead of just religion, okay, uh, you could go with the political climate of Republicans and Democrats. There's yeah. not just two parties. But yeah, I mean, there's sex. The norm, the norm is two parties, but there should not be whatsoever. Do you, think could, do you think there's hope for that? Not in our lifetime. No. What would it take? I hope. Not in Ava's lifetime. What would it take? Uh, I don't know. We're... Well, how many years are we now? We're 250 years. I don't know, though. Are we already think, seeing that a little bit with the alt-right two parties? Trump could have broken it had he run independent. Yeah, and I, I think there's... I have more and more hope. I'm... I'm Touches my optimist bone, but I. Which is about the same size of his music lover bone. (laughs) (laughs) But I am. I find a lot of reasons to be optimistic about it, and a lot of things that are trending in the direction that I think open up opportunities for it. And technology helps a lot, a whole lot. Um, A lot of different voices out there, a lot of different forums, a lot of different abilities to find other people and understand that not everybody feels that same way. You don't have to affiliate up through a very hierarchical structure. That's my hope. If you take take one person, if one person pops up as a libertarian, let's say, Uh and you have a huge number of Democrats that like the guy but don't really like the Democratic nominee, and you have a whole bunch of Republican people that like that guy but don't, don't like their nominee... And say that guy or woman gets elected and does a great job four years and gets reelected and does a great job four more years, that doesn't mean the Libertarian Party is a new third party, right. a permanent third party. Right. It was just that one guy ran as a Libertarian. and He could have ran as anything and right. he still would have gotten it. And at the yeah. end of the day, I think, yeah, it's so easy. It's so much easier, especially for this mainstream, like we talked about earlier, just to go back to the point, surface-level knowledge American to say, I pick A or I pick B. It's the A, B, and C battle is a lot harder, or the gray area is a lot harder to pick between than right. a red and a blue. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, it, you have so many people who just side on the on the 
err on the side of caution in terms of their color, like my it, mother, still, who's hypocritical about everything. Isn't it still an option on most ballots to just check the straight party, party voting? Straight party line? Right. Uh, that shouldn't even be an option. That right. should literally be taken off of every ballot. Yeah, that, that seems very destructive. I, I can't see the practical argument for that. Saving the saving the time of the voter who's <laughs> right. going to do that anyway is right. really the only. That, that's the only thing. It's yeah. just like it, it. I don't see it. I and don't the people that vote on one issue blow my mind too. Like, right. Oh well, I'm pro-life. I'm always voting Republican. Or I'm pro-gun. Right. I'm always voting Republican. Or the opposite side of. Well, I can see. You know, I can see being a pro-choice. I'm always person, voting Democrat. If, you, if you're, I'm pro-life. I'm therefore I'm always voting. Republican or I'm, I'm pro-gun control, I'm always voting Democrat, that could be an inconsistency right there. I, I, I actually have more sympathy myself for someone who's a single-issue candidate but who's willing to go to either side of the aisle for it versus someone who both wants to be single-issue and thinks this party is my single-issue supporter, yeah. which is definitely not the I case. Saw, I watched a documentary years ago about a... Uh, he was a congressman, not a senator, uh, a representative who his whole thing was uh, uh, immigration. He was he was a Democrat, but his whole thing was if, if he'll he'll cross the party line if it's, he, he he puts immigration mm-hmm. before parties, immigration, then party, mm-hmm. then everything else. And and because he got really skewered by a lot of his people for going across because he was like, hey. These other guys said they were going to work on us, so I went with them because that's my number one thing, immigration. That's what I run on. That's that's my whole thing. Like that that's just, I mean, that's a single issue thing as an elected official. People in your life, Kevin, do you think that they are more or less prone to that type of thinking, what he's trying to fight against, and that is the single candidate type of uh, perspective on things? Do you think the people that you know, that you interact with, um, and that's going to, of course, be a cohort that is relatively younger. Sure. Um, but are they, you know, in their late twenties? Um, are <laughs> they more driven to that, or? Not? I think it, I people around and about my age, it really feels like the apathy thing. Or that's why, honestly, that's why I think Trump's going to get a second term because the people that really like him are the old people, and they're the ones who vote. You know, I mean, there. I've been in in the in VA waiting rooms where people are just like, "Oh my God, I think he's doing a great job, and I'm going to vote for him again." Like, well, God, I hope you die before then, because you're 150 anyway. But, uh, but. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my service too. <laughs> We'd like to take the time. <laughs> Thank our veterans on this Memorial on Day this weekend. Memorial Day on weekend. This Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day is when you th- is when you thank the ones who died. Yeah. Veterans Day is yes. when you think the ones who are still alive. Yeah. Even though if someone thanks me, I'm not gonna be a dick and be like, actually. Yeah. yeah. I know we people all know that. that right. I know. Yeah. God, well, it's like, actually, come on, dude. I'm still alive. I don't understand somebody that can vote on one issue, like with all the things going on on the planet. Some people really care about some shit, like and, uh, abortion has big ones. Like people just, who that blows just, my mind. So, so when I vote for somebody, I take babies, a, I, guess. I do like a pros and cons list. Right. I have all my beliefs, and I look at all this guy's beliefs or what he says he believes when he's campaigning. Right. Yeah. I look at all this guy, this person's belief, and see what they're saying when they're campaigning about what they believe in and what they're going to vote, what they would vote for, what they would try and enact, or whatever the, the policies are. And I say, well, this guy's got seven things I really like and four things that I hate, and this guy's got four things that I really like and seven things that I hate. So I'm going to go with the first guy. I can't just say, well, this one thing is. The thing that matters them? the most of the entire world. But do you wait them? 
I mean, like say the seven, it's, seven at some issues point, that but you boiled it down to, is there not a top issue and a bottom issue? I personally don't have an issue that's like the number one issue that I can think of in the world. Did you see someone looking at it at, though as a litmus test of how they are on every other issue, how they identify with one particular important issue? Like if if they're not hard on on uh, the if they're not a solid Second Amendment supporter, everybody should have guns. Then they don't care about individual rights. They don't care about or the Constitution or you know, yeah. It could be a litmus test. For like, I actually know a guy who you believe in litmus who, test? Who's like single no. issue voter guns? That's right. like his whole thing. That, that that kind of thing blows my mind. So you, you don't see the logic? I can in the I idea can understand the waiting part. Identify someone as like that's the issue that I care about. It's in, and I think it's a good barometer for how they feel about so many other things. And but everything's so different. Like how. I'm I'm gonna consider myself libertarian, but I I believe climate change is a real thing. Well, I don't that's, think that's an anti-libertarian thing. Well, thought necessarily. but well, you in the conversation from earlier. Have, <laughs> right. Yeah. No. So, no. No. Just, I know. But but like I can be. So so I used to be Republican. Right. I used to be. Um, I mean, there was lots of things I identified Republican-wise, and as I've grown older. And thought about things differently, met more people, expanded my horizons. Right. I I don't believe most of what that party has to offer, but on the Democrat side, there's a lot of things in that party that I don't believe. Right. And that's where I found myself more where I'm at now. But the single party, I mean, the single issue voter, I see what you're saying as far as well. If they believe this, they probably believe this. But who's to say you can't be uh, pro Second Amendment and pro choice and Climate change is real, but also uh, tough on immigration. Like you're blending both party lines on right, all those conversations. Right, yeah, you're, you're coming from both. That's why I just, both party lines. That's why I can't say well, guns is my number one thing, so I'm only going to vote Republican, even though um, I believe pro-choice. So that guy's pro-life, so I'm going to put the guns over pro-life. Well, I'm going to put, you know, this guy doesn't. Jim Inhofe doesn't believe in climate change at all. I brought a snowball into Congress. That's how idiotic he is. Proud day for but, Oklahoma. But, he believe, but he's pro-guns, so I'm going to go with him because that's the most important thing. I don't see how that's possible. It's got to be, I can see ranking stuff, but having one thing that's the above-all, be-all thing is just ridiculous to me. Josh, what is something I'm doing wrong? Can I do another one? Oh, man, where to... I'll do another one, too. Yeah, where to begin? I'm sure you where, had a little laundry list of this. And I, God, I was hoping I was going to get this on one. This one. Oh, you're going to get it. It's coming back to you in just a minute. I, I have a special, special list of these. Um, Hosting this AYA, one for one. No. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Well, this, like is solid. this is solid. This is solid. I wish I would have got more questions. I don't I like for the all amount of, of basketball you're not playing. You don't like the basketball I'm not playing? Ouch, that, that's true. I think you're Are right. Are starting a basketball team? I'd, ha I'd have to admit you're right. I'm oh, not you're not on the basketball. list. Shit. I need to play a lot more basketball. You need to play more basketball. I haven't played basketball in a long time. In fact, the last time I played basketball, I've never seen you play basketball. was playing horse in the backyard with Max a few days ago. I lost one of them. <laughs> wow. But Let's go ball. You still lost. Yeah. We're all ballers here. I did lose to Max, yeah. Normally with Max, I have to have a special rule that I have to swish the ball in order for it to count, and he gets to just make it. 
But he's gotten he's gotten better, and I was having an off day, and he beat me straight up beat me. I did a reverse horse that I thought was a really good idea, and he didn't like it. And that's where if you make a shot, then that that just that's fine. The other person misses a shot, then you can go make that same shot, and you give them a letter. And so it's just a reverse of it. It was too complex for him, but I thought horse. it was really good. So you don't. So he kept going inside and, and trying like easy, easy shots, which is usually his bread and butter. Although he's a pretty good outside shooter, not like his old man, but he's a pretty good outside shooter. <laughs> so he'd go inside and try these layups and say, "Dude, you're not helping yourself. If you make it, it doesn't do much of anything for you. If you miss, I'm going to make it and give you a letter." <laughs> so he decided, yeah, he didn't understand the strategy of it. What else am I doing wrong, Josh? Hit hard. Here's my belt. Go below. He doesn't wear enough belts. <laughs> Damn it. I thought someone wouldn't notice my lack of beltation. I mean, the lack of belt was my number one thing. Well, what do you got? What else do you have, Kevin? What am I doing wrong? Well, it's not like Don't you pull get... your punches. Oh, okay. Because I was totally going to. Um... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like you can give the kids back, so, I mean, I guess I won't even talk. Sorry, get started with the whole being a parent thing. Um, That's more something that happened to me? Yeah, that was... You chose poorly on that one. Um, one thing it's a I'll child, not a choice. Is it, though? <laughs> um, like I said, you know, Indiana Jones, uh, Last Crusade, some people choose poorly. Um... <laughs> No, how much, and, and I, I may be wrong, but it's just kind of more of a question. I know it's an AYA, but how much time do you spend outside of your comfort zone? Hmm. I mean, because maybe, maybe there's a lot, and we just don't hear stories about it. I think, but, I think I spend a lot of time out of my comfort zone, but I don't know if I'm accurate about that or truthful. Um, what are you defining? Do you think of anything specific to my comfort zone? No, just, uh, you know, think things you're comfortable with, comfortable doing, you know, things that, that come naturally to you. Well, things someone who has so many things that come naturally right? to them, it's yeah, kind of hard you to carry to the same cross as me. I my mean, whole life is outside my comfort I tried zone. to tame yeah, a volcano the other day, if that's what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, that, that's that's a pretty good challenge. Um, just a thought, because, I mean, and, like I said, find other ways to test that and get out of the comfort zone. Like, if you don't know, then maybe you're definitely in the comfort zone because you know when you're not in the yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, when do you zone. feel challenged? How should I know? Yeah, would I Well, every every time, time every time I get out of bed, every time I interact with another human being, I'm I'm out of my comfort zone. Any any interaction, even this one? Not this one, but, not, but getting no, here like, today? Yeah. Yeah, those definitely are not out of my comfort zone, but Right, we have different comfort zones clearly. Um, but I mean just something to think about, more like food for thought than anything. You that's know, very good. I like that. Yeah. That's an that's an interesting challenge, an ongoing challenge. Is find ways to get out of the comfort zone and challenge it and define it. And like you know, find those edges, find those comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, and I know as adults, we all, you know, kind of get into our root routines. Well, that's, that's part of adult life. You know, yeah. as you you go through your thing, and then you know, a lot of us get get super 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 comfortable. You know, we. We have our thing we do. Well, let me turn the tables. What is a what is a way that you should be challenging your own comfort zone? I feel like I I you do I, it enough? I, I fight that dragon every day. Well, just because I have the calls the, with calls with clients for I for, feel like I'm for work. Outside my comfort yeah, zone. I if, if <laughs> I'm meaning if meaning I leave my house and, I'm, and I'm not watching TV, 
like when I'm watching TV at home, that's my comfort zone. If if I if I didn't do things that I hate dread and hate doing, I wouldn't get out of bed every day. You know, so every time I get out and go do something or interact with people or anything, that's that's just out of my comfort zone. But I mean, when like someone I said, walks up to you and says, "May I help you?" That's out uh, of my comfort zone. I hate that so much. Why would you help them anyway? Exactly. <laughs> Ava, what is your comfort zone, and how could you be challenging that more? You don't really know? No, I mean, I feel like, like what you said, like, if you don't know, then you're not obviously challenging yourself. If you don't know, you anybody know. Anybody have any suggestions for me or Ava about what our comfort zone might be and what we, how we maybe could challenge it a little bit? I think, I think y'all's comfort zone is so much broader than ours. Yeah. Like, but stuff you do that you find super easy is way outside our comfort zone. I guess it's or different, it's different for everybody. It, yeah, it helps no, if you no, don't no care. Way. No way. I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should wear orange one day. You'll, Ooh, now that is you'll, out of the you'll, 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 you'll spend the 150 bucks to not tell the guy you were wrong. See, I don't know. That's, that's orange. Close. Either one. Very rough. That, that would tough. put me out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that'd be pretty rough. Connor, any ideas on comfort zone? On your or my own? Uh, both. Either. My own is uh, my own. I, I'm pretty conflict averse usually. Like. Like, Wait, what? Conflict averse. Conflict averse. Unless yeah. he's in Southie mode. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, when he's so sober, you, you pump bourbon into my veins, 100% I'm going to throw changes. hands. But normal Connor, work Connor, hmm. I, and I've, found, I've been in a role lately where I've had to work, like, be over some people and have to actually, like, drop the hammer, but which was uncomfortable at first, but it's coming more naturally. It's a tough. It's delicate. It, it is. Because it, it, I think there's. I, I hate. I hate making few people feel bad about themselves. Like right. on any level, whether or, it be like they did something wrong or like just making them feel like I'm being a dick. Like I hate doing that. So there's certain ways that I've had to. There's certain things I've had to learn in terms of like just saying, look, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like you need to do better in this area, and that's been difficult. But. So that's had, that's definitely made me expand what I feel comfortable doing, and it's a learning curve for sure. But I was telling them just now, like I can't send food back like when it's wrong, and Shelby hates it. You cannot send it back. I, I can. I, I find that hard. I break. I find a that hard. Hard sweat when I do it though. It is very uncomfortable. I'll for me. eat it, or it's like no. And it's like, like it, it, or if it's like if it's like so Shelby's family's the complete opposite of me. Like if it's a minute detail wrong. I said medium well. This is just barely yeah. over. Are they too picky? Little, it's a, in, my, in my opinion, absolutely. Does that make you extremely uncomfortable? Extremely uncomfortable. Like, we got set, we got, for example, we got seated at a table the other day at a restaurant. What restaurant? Uh, it was Saltgrass. So okay. Just a crappy little steakhouse, right? Yeah. So, there, we get seated in the middle of the restaurant and, like, it's just, it's a table and it's close to other tables. Like, it's pretty, I mean, it's it's close, but I can do this. Like, it's fine. No. Um, there's a lot of booths open. Can we just, can you put us over in another booth? And I'm like, guys, there's a system. Like, there's seating us here because this is where people are waiting tables. Like, and I'm like, I'm just super uncomfortable about it. I'm like, I hate it. Yeah, I, I see that too. So when we are going to, we go to lunches, usually it is, with clients at places like that. And it's a delicate, th- like, I, it frustrates me when they don't think about the fact that we want yeah. to have a conversation in yeah. a certain way, but at the same time, we're at this place, you know, we're at Cheddar's, we're at Saltgrass, we're at whatever, it's like, and the client usually chose that. Um, sometimes 
will suggest a place and then it is frustrating and we will we'll say like well actually yeah. can we be over here and I try to be up front and think about it before we sit down and realize right. it's too loud but I appreciate it so much when the waiters or the hostess asks like yeah. hey do you, what do you prefer like would you like a table or a booth like that's that's great it makes it so much easier on everyone and to your point when you're at a place that's at a certain level with a certain system you've kind of accepted that when you walked in the yeah. door and so you're trying to expect <laughs> exactly. the highest echelon of service there's, when you're at a place like there's a rule like set and you have to follow it you have to follow the rule set there's, there's, a, a, there's a limit <laughs> no that's good so, Josh, do you laugh enough, and do you have enough laughter in your life? This was the easiest question for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I <laughs> Dr. Giggles over here. I'm going to put the mic down now. See, I would say that, yeah, that's a, that's a sign of positivity and laughter, right? That, and yeah, that's what I mean are, about laughter, broadly defined, like yeah. happiness, joy. Just, just unbridled joy, silliness. Do you have enough of that in your life, or do you need more? I could always use more. Is it your fault? Say what? Is it your fault? Probably. What could you do to correct it? Stop fucking up. <laughs> so is that the problem? You're messing things up, or are you just He's not very like lighthearted? See, oh, okay. Very. So maybe stop blaming yourself so much. Stop. That causes it. laughter, though. It, yeah, the messing up. Yeah, you fuck up. You're like, well, that's funny. Laughing's After so the easy. Fact, the it's time so that fun. You cut yourself with the spoon. It's the funnest what thing. Was it? Oh, the bread knife? knife? The bread yeah, the knife? Bread knife? Yeah, the bread knife. Yeah, yeah. His, that bread, was hilarious. That was a really sharp bread knife. It was, like, at first it was... Some it was, bread's really tough to cut. It was I'm scary, terrified of that knife now. Especially thumb bread. So, Lucas, how much more do you expect to learn from here on out? Are you done learning? I'm pretty close, I feel like. Why is that? You maxed out? You can't get anything else in that noggin? Yeah, I feel like I'm, uh, exactly, I feel like I'm maxing out. So you're unwilling or un, un, unable? I'm not unwilling. Um, you I would learn about things you love. Yeah, like when I get into something new, I go full board. Do you have enough new things in your life? Um, probably not. What's your next new thing? What should it be? If I knew that, I'd already be, I'd already be no, all over it. What's the thing that you're not, you're not yet <laughs> to, yeah, something on the to-do to list? Yeah. That you just keep pushing off? Um, yeah, I've been pushing off going to another country. All right. I've been to 38 states so far. Oh, wait, uh -huh. a state drop. Well, but I've never, general, I haven't been to a single country. Of, How many have you been to? Been to all other oh, yeah. Yeah. So what country should you target as you go to? <laughs> I mean, I'm shooting for like a two-week European trip where I can hit maybe four or five solid countries. You know, hit two or three. Go to Finland alone. Each country. Two, two weeks in uh, Europe, you can do more than four or five. Yeah, but I don't want to just like hit See, London for a day, Paris for a day. Oh, I agree, but yeah, like, sure. I like to get two or three days. Don't sure, go to Finland. I'm just saying, country, 14 countries. days is. Yeah, you can still. I, I think you would get more out of. We should all take this advice. We should go together. Let's go. In a, a week in one country and a week in another, so two weeks, two countries, then you'll get out of four or five countries in that same amount. The problem is feasibility-wise, as far as economics. Right. To me, I'm not going to have that many chances to go to Europe. 
for two weeks. Maybe it's more. I mean, maybe the next twenty years, I might do it twice. I'll find you some maybe deals, man. Why not hit? There's a lot of deals. Why not hit four countries in fourteen days? Well, you got to find the right people to go with. Make the most out of your. Yeah. We are those I people. Mean, Time off is hard to come by. Time off is tough. What? And the money to fly over there and do the stuff. Flights and come are back. cheaper and cheaper, though. I think you can find deals if you can plan it out. Like, David just found a trip to Munich in August that was dirt cheap. Yeah. Now, you have to have flexibility to be able to do a thing like that. But what you also, I think, want to do, if I, if I have a chance to give some advice, and this is, I mean, as good as free advice is, you know, as value, valuable as free advice is, but... Getting more out of a trip is important because that'll get you back again the next time. If you have a bad experience because you're like, wow, that was fun, I'm glad I did it, but I never want to do that again because it was completely exhausting and we spent most of the time on a train, then that's kind of a negative that will keep you from doing it again when the next time could be that much more fulfilling. Immerse yourself. Yeah, but so say on your theory, say I go to England for a week and I hit a couple different cities and then I go to... France because it's close for a week and I hit a few different cities there and then I don't get a chance to go back to Europe for 10 more years well when I was on that original trip I could have hit Vienna I could have hit you know I've been to Vienna two days max two days max but no I I agree like Um, and they're all so close that it seems like well I've done that two days and and it's been that long two days here and I I don't think I'd do it differently if I had it to do over again. I don't think I... I really want to go to Italy. I've never been to Italy. I've been to France twice. I've been to England. I've been to Switzerland. So I've been all... I've been very close, especially for three of those trips. And I wouldn't change that about it. Now, I may be wrong, though. Italy's a little bit different to me because... There's a lot to do. It's a bigger country. Yeah. And the cities are more unique to each other than I feel like... Some so many major countries. cities. Yeah. They're all so their I own little countries, essentially. The two weeks I spent in the south of France in a relatively obscure city and a couple of other spots in between were as meaningful to me as the couple days I spent in Paris. So, and I don't think I like, like, I got stuff out of them that I didn't get out of Paris. And so. I think there's something to the depth and the time spent in a place. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't let the idea that I've got to get in a million different places be so daunting and overwhelming that it prevents me from making the trip. If you can do the trip and get four places in in two weeks, that right. is two, three days, and yeah, I'd do it. But I think do it is the advice I'd give you. I think that's my best best chance of expanding my horizons and learning more Yeah. is traveling to different places. Would it be kicking and screaming or completely enthusiastic for the kids and the wife to do that with you? Um, no, they'd be enthusiastic. They like traveling. Very good. I just only paying for travel. They, yeah, well, no one likes paying for travel. <laughs> paying for it. That is, is the worst part. And then fun. as technology keeps going, yeah, I do. I am a kind of a tech nerd on stuff, so I try to, as new things come out, I try to learn them pretty quick. That way, when the thing after that comes out, right. I'm not starting from scratch on that thing. Is that I've, out I've of a fear of away. being left behind, or no, just, just because a desire I like, to know it? This desire to know it. You like to be a, a early adopter? Yes. You find yourself an early adopter among your peers? Yeah. Do generally. they look to you as then an expert? Uh, yeah. Does that irritate you? No. Okay. Like when new TV stuff comes out, hey, come help me set up my TV. Uh-huh. I know you've had one for six months, and. 
you can show me how to set the 4K the up on this. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, just stuff like that. Or okay. networking, even though I have no background whatsoever in anything like that. I've always done all that on my own. So I'm the guy like, hey, I just got this new router and modem. I can't figure out how to set this password up or whatever. Can I could have used you today. I spent about an hour and a half with my stupid routers and extenders trying to get those things to Something about the power outages from last night. Is it, like the power outages always mess. Oh, up I was on up, that last and night. They like just a white on rice. They mess, uh, I went out in the pouring rain and reset an outlet like it's a badass. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the ups thing. I didn't do the ups Drunk thing. Yeah. That, that's where it never goes down. Yeah, I don't know if that would actually solve it because actually I think part of my problem is AT and T, as we're one of the 5G cities, is trying to upgrade their system. And I think part of that is they stop their system and reset it all the yeah. time, and it messes up everything, and everything drops and then resets. Yep. And like it's a chain reaction between the router and the extender. They're like, oh, I don't have internet anymore. Well, I can't do anything for 30 minutes. No. Yeah. Very, very irritating. My own little problem. That's something I'm doing wrong. Definitely an example. Um, we talked about vacation experiences. We didn't really say what was the most overrated, but anybody have a really good example of an overrated vacation Disney. experience? Oh, Ava Fire's in Disney right away. Anybody <laughs> to dispute that? I haven't been there, and I know it's overrated. Uh, are you saying uh, world or land? Both. If I good had to go you. back, I would go back to land just because the weather's better. But I feel good like it's something like... Once you experience it, it's not necessary to do it again. It's like kind of cool to say like, "Oh, I've been there." But yeah. It's not. I went to Disneyland that, like, and I was I'm bored. I'm gonna get enough out of. I'm sending Shelby and the kids there alone without me. <laughs> it's tough. I will not I really to, go there. As a as a kid, I went to World with the family in the summer, um, and I I wanted to hit the actual Disney part of it more, and we ended up spending most of the time in Epcot. And that was actually a better thing. I wanted to go to Disneyland the whole time. Because, oh, no, it would be more. But we went there for like half a day, and it sucked. And Epcot was actually probably the the, the better thing. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't need to ever do do that again. It's, 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 it's one of those say you've done it, been there things. But my worst thing ever um, in terms of overratedness, Niagara Falls, 100%, hands down. What did you 10 expect out of 10, to see? Something impressive. <laughs> That's a giant Did you go to the Canadian side? No. That's it's what big, everybody says. That's what everybody says. It's from the Canadian side. Yeah. yeah. And the U.S. Uh, side is underwhelming. I will give you that. God, it's so underwhelming. And, uh, yeah. Um, if, it, if I don't think Hoover Dam is a vacation site, and if it's rated, if it's rated one star, it's overrated because it's, it's fucking awful. I agree with that one. Yeah, I have. Oh, my God. Sucks. That was so horrible. Oh, my God. It's so little. It's as big as the library. Alamo yeah. sucks. And it's next to, like, a melon bank. Well, no basement. Lost. No basement The state of Texas generally is completely overrated they in lost. everything. It's clear why they lost. Vacation-wise exactly. and otherwise. I would have gave it to them. Yeah, yeah why, why did they use the Alamo? should have been next to that bank. <laughs> you, the the uh, Mexicans kept going to the ATM, get more cash out. They were... They had unlimited funding. <laughs> had unlimited funding because of that. On on that on that same topic of locations that are disappointing, Roswell. Oh, oh man. really? So, we, how long did it take us to get there? Well, like if, they la- if they if they made a niche it spectacular, though, like, they would they would you, you know, would know how awesome I mean, it is. They gotta hide know. and suppress all that. I don't that, think that's right? rated very high to begin with. So yeah, I don't have to be overrated. Is not, it might be rated low, but it's still overrated. No, it's Main Street in Norman is. 
better than Rosemary. But it doesn't so have as many alien-themed places. So no. cheesy and her pet, like cheap, cheap, cheap and her pet. Everyone has the same print press T-shirt. No so it's like it's a cool like, rant. It's like Branson after the nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Oh, fucking Branson! It doesn't matter what story you go in. They're so God, that main strip in Branson will be the death of me. I will slit my wrist eight rough. times before Don't I do that. Don't ever go to Roswell, New Mexico. God, our last trip to Branson, there? we avoided all of Silver that. Dollar City. Branson, great. except Love Silver Dollar, Dollar City. We went to the lakes. Love we went. Silver Dollar City. <laughs> the lake is great. Table Rock's yeah. awesome. Silver Dollar City is awesome. Stay away from Screw the... Screw Branson, the, the downtown Branson. The hall you guys of, suck. of, of you entertainers you thought were dead but are in Branson Jesus performing. Christ. The Dixie yeah. Stampede. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Very no. rough. Titanic Museum. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's right. I, I did see that I one. I did not go Omniplex. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like eight, but regardless. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty good. So let's end on that final question because that's pretty good. Do we need more excitement? I want you to think about this because I don't think it's necessarily an easy answer. Go around the table. Do we need more excitement in our lives? Josh. Yes. Why? Um, it's because I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> and you think that would be helpful for you? I mean, a little, yeah, I, I, I've come to, to accept kind of moments of chaos and excitement. Angie? I think we need to find more things fascinating. It's kind of depressing that, like, just find anything, like, fascinating. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't find the beauty. magical. But, yeah, because it like causes you want to, something. to research things and learn things. And... So, I mean, Pornhub has a lot of videos. There's a lot of it's not even the, but, like real fascination. I said it in a way that wasn't hypersexual. It's yeah, not he's not thinking sexually. He's thinking like in a, a beauty sense, in a, yeah. a fascinating like. So it's obviously like, oh my some chemical reactions so going pretty, in your mind, yeah. but like wow, that's really just fascinating. Like yeah, she is someone so... could stare at like anything that is amazing to them. Yeah. That happens to be the thing that you find like amazing. Like Kate Beckinsale or something. Yeah. So you think we need more excitement in our lives, even though you're someone who has a big aversion to excitement. I like to find things fascinating. She's pushing her comfort zone. She is pushing her comfort zone. She's asking Respect. the world to push. Respect. She's asking for a change in social norms I like to, to be push her comfort zone. Not surprised. Oh, ooh, I like, like to be fascinated, not surprised. Me. You should be taking notes, Josh. Like, I want to be fascinated. But for too long, you've been terrifying and shocking her. He's <laughs> 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 Look at me! I don't think I want to watch Josh fascinate Angie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Good luck. Is that kind You'd of you watch a long time? The kind of su the the surprise is something that you don't expect to be fascinating, you know. You because obviously if you well, if, I didn't see that if coming. You, if if you knew kind of something, if you knew something unknown, was but if I find it fascinating, I find it fascinating. Exactly, but you don't know until yeah. retrospect. So it's so scary. It's interesting. Exactly. It's, it's the mysterious. The it's the dark. Yeah. So you need to be a little more mysterious and dark. So Kevin, do we need more excitement in our lives? I think for me personally, nah, I'm good. I expected I think as much. I think I'm of an age yeah. where... Not just you, but everyone. Yeah. Well, and... Choose for I, all of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, none of us do. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm condemning you all to a life of mon 
mundane, no, mundane but, but no more. Like, wherever we are right now with excitement, do we need more or less? Yeah. For me personally, my my appetite is for less. Um, you have too much excitement in your life. Yes, you want what is your excitement in your life? It's none, thank God. It would be so much worse if they were... So we're going to keep it at level zero. Well, no, mine... Usually, excitement, you find out if it was good in retrospect. At the time, when excitement happens, I'm usually stressed and hyper-focused and in a shit mood. And um, So in, maybe that, in, that in, sounds in, uh, like retro- stress to me. Though. Can in, you not control that? In retrospect, that? no. In retrospect, it's like, oh, that was actually... Man, that was that was hilarious. That was you know. It's a rewarding, kind of, stressful. Kind of like experience. Experience. we need we need more like our jungle runs. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's a I, that's a that's the best analogy no, ever. No, here's a. Uh, my thought was fighting bison witches. Almost fighting bison. Yeah. At the time, that was stressful and scary and shit. I know. I didn't find that stressful and scary at all. Yeah, but I did. For, so for, yeah, that, so I but would say in it was awesome. potentially, is it all about your expectation and the way that you go about observing it in the moment so when we were in the jungles of hawaii it's all about the story the jungles of maui we knew a few things we're in maui there's no snakes there's nothing that can hurt you here i mean yeah there's no snakes in maui no snakes in maui no snakes in hawaii now a woman was just in the jungle of hawaii for 17 days (laughs) where was she you could walk the she had she had a broken leg she was hurt (laughs) when i heard that i'm like how you you can you can can go around the whole place and nothing it's none of it's that big but like we're in hawaii and we're thinking all right we got to get out of here there's a little bit of anxiety what's the worst case scenario well the worst case scenario is really we could trip and fall so let's not be too stupid about how we get out of here but the car gets towed. Okay, we have a little expense. It's not that bad. It's kind of fun. We know we like your challenge in front of us. Can we make it from point A to point B before they shut the gates and tow the car and all and nightfall comes? And can we navigate yeah. this? I would and not in our enjoy mind, that. We're confident we can do it. I love that. In your mind, you were confident. You you can do it. It was so much fun. Like I wanted to do it again. We're good. Yeah, if we could, yeah, yeah, if we were to, if we were to do that trip, if we were to go back, I would want to find a way to accidentally. Like, exactly, I would so want to accidentally. But is that because you know the outcome? Yeah, you know that you know it had a positive outcome. So we know now it did, but we enjoyed it at the time because we expected a positive outcome and we knew the risk parameters. Right. We knew how bad it could be. For me, I think one of the things with. With right. me, I know. With me, I, I'm so focused Is on. Still work? Yeah. I'm so focused on the destination and not the the current, not the journey. Then that's why things like that suck for me because I'm so focused on what needs to be done I don't enjoy what is actually going on. So you should you should you change that in your life? Are you in control no. of that? Can you change it? I would like to change it. That's one of the things that I had no success with. Um, that. Because it's like a fundamental building block of my personality. Like, how do you change that, you know? That's tough. That is tough. No doubt about it. All right, Lucas, give the microphone to Connor real quick. Connor, do we have enough excitement in our lives? Do we need more? I'm not saying we we don't have enough, but there's always room for more. So it's like you said with the the Hawaii story. Like, just the spontaneous – for me, it's all about the story. It's just like the stupid Southie story that we told. Like, Love that story. No one expects it. It's some stupid crap that happened, but it's exciting. It's fun it to talk exciting. about. Something you can reminisce on. And I, I love it. I mean, and really, yeah, 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 exactly. as bad as it was, 
those parameters were well defined. It was not going to get that out of hand. Yeah. We were ne- like we were we had enough sobriety in our group. We had enough. We were not like trying to ride motorcycles. We were not trying to skydive. We were right. not going to walk through the worst neighborhood in in Brazil. We were acting silly and acting foolish, but we weren't pushing the envelope to exactly. the extent. Yeah. Yeah, the excitement I think is always. And speaking of which, you read my mind. Skydibrary has to be a thing. Skydibrary. Gotta make it Here's a thing. There's a goal. That's awesome. It's the goal. If we have to get drunk as shit to get on the plane, let's do it. It's gotta be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. You, that's why. You, that's why you. Uh, you gotta learn how to handle it, man. You gotta learn how to handle it. <laughs> All right, Lucas. Enough excitement. Yeah, I feel like I have enough excitement in my life. Ne- enough excitement in your life. Yeah. You're good with the level of excitement. Now, that's not a bad thing. You might have plenty of excitement. I mean, I do a lot of things. It's your opinion if you say so, it's, you know, it's, you are yeah. entitled to that. I feel like I'm, I lead a fairly exciting enough life. That's good. Everything like changes it. every day at work. Ava? Um, I think we need more excitement. I feel like we get so, like, used to our schedules and, like, doing this there and this now. Yeah. And we need to be able to, like, branch off of that and have moments that are, like, different that we can, like, remember. Well, you guys have changed my answer, and it, it's gotten, it has evolved throughout listening to all of your versions of it. I would say that my, my knee-jerk was more excitement, but I think it's important to realize the level of excitement that we have might be enough, and it's maybe the perspective that we take with it, and I like Josh's take on it maybe the most, and to say that it's, you know, we need more excitement, but that's kind of like how we approach moments and, and what we do. So I liked it. I think that's all we got. We better sign off. We got one dead battery and a couple dead soldiers here. So here on Memorial Day. (laughs) Too soon? Yeah, fix it in post. (laughs) Fix it in post. All right. Good night, everybody.